Hi, I'm Chris Reid, Managing Director and CEO of Australian ASX 300 company, Near Metals. Chris, good to see you. Um, we saw you live in London recently and you're, you're back, back in Oz um, doing the rounds, talking to uh, shareholders, updating them on the latest news, Barambi Titanium Project PFS. What do we need to know? Correct. Um, well, Barambi, you know, it's uh, the world's second highest grade hard rock titanium deposit. The titanium market is fantastic. Um, you know, very, very strong demand, constrained supply. Barambi is a development-ready asset. We're going to look to develop that very similarly that we did with Mount Marion. So to bring in partners, contractors to do it in a very capital light uh, way, underpinned by a fantastic offtake agreement, offtake term sheet at this point. But, but tell, me, tell, me, tell me a little bit about that, okay? Because I'm, I'm interested in the economics of this because you'll have learned a few lessons from Mount Marion. It was hugely successful, but there's always lessons to learn and, and, and things to sort of, you know, take forward here. So in terms of this deal with this this uh, Chinese off-taker, how have you structured that? And, you know, how have you made sure you're not kind of giving, giving away all of the upside further down the line? Yeah, so the off-take term sheet is for a five-year um, we've got a 13-year mine life. You've got to get these things into production, right? So we could do the full integrated operation that's more than $400 million. What we've been able to negotiate is an offtake term sheet that allows us to develop Barambi as a concentrate-only operation. So we're looking for um, years two to five to be concentrate-only. In the first year, we're looking to uh, start up as a direct shipping or operation. Uh, and so with all of these things, you can be 100% assured of spending money. And the question really becomes the revenue. Uh, and that's got to be underpinned for us. One, take or pay. Two, market link pricing. Three, floor prices that sort of have margin insulation for us and have guaranteed returns. And then we can look to confidently develop uh, the asset. I mean, we bought Mount Marion in 2009, um, we had a mine to port solution on a contract basis with mineral resources. They came in for equity in the project. And ultimately, it was that offtake agreement with Gan Feng that allowed us to develop. Mount Marion, um, that was their story for Barambi. Uh, same sort of thing. We've got the project to where it is development ready. Um, what we want to do is a feasibility study on putting the concentrator. The Chinese, the market is so tight that the Chinese want to buy direct shipping ore, which is an option for us. And so, you know, the, what we've done now differently to Mount Marion is offtake, and then we'll do the mine to port solution at Mount Marion. We did the mine to port solution and then the offtake. Right. And okay. So you're not giving away um, all, all of the upside, but you're keeping or retaining the the option of maybe uh, containing a relationship with was it Zhu Jing? Okay, okay, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, so uh, look, we, we have the option, that. both yeah. of us, as Zhu Xing, but that's okay. So we have the option of extending that, right? Or we can take back our offtake in years five onwards and downstream process. But, you know, you have to get these things into production, making cash. Once you've got cash, options line up. You know, one of the beauty about things about Barambi is actually two ore bodies in one. There's a vanadium deposit and a titanium deposit. Once we mine the titanium deposit, process that, we stockpile the vanadium ore. So you retain that optionality in the future to develop a second operation. Right. Okay. You've obviously got this kind of a relative, relatively 
low, low capex uh, CMB plant. Okay, uh, there there is some money going to need to be raised, and you you, you want you want me to kind of focus on the re- the, the the revenue, I guess, margins uh, as well for people not to look too closely at the kind of capex requirement here, albeit low. But they are going to look at it. So how how are you sure. intending to deal with that? So the two hundred and fifteen uh, million dollars. What we're looking to do is break that into two stages. So the first one is the direct shipping order. That's just under eighty million dollars to get that up and running. So how you approach that? It's eighty million dollars if you do it all yourself. What we want to do is bring in contract miners. We want to bring in uh, contract crushing and screening, which is a very you know stock standard service offered by a lot. We've got an early contractor engagement with NRW and Prepare that do this for other customers. We'll also have contract haulage. So we expect to have our contractors take on a lot of that in terms of the CMB or the beneficiation plant later on um, after the PFS. And now we're starting the feasibility study. Primero will run that. And at the end of that feasibility study, they'll either give us an EPCM contract to build it, or they'll give us a build, own, operate, and transfer contract. Right. Okay. Um, understood. Understood. So you're looking to kind of manage that kind of that ca- the cash flow requirement, uh, so the cash requirement, um, and then take advantage of the cash flows when they do flow. Um, but here's the th- here's the thing was slightly different from when you did Mount Marion is you're a much different company. You know, you had a lot of early stage green projects in terms of recycling, in terms of, you know, vanadium, the, the, the European focused projects, um, which are going to need, you know, feeding too. So can you just again remind us about how you're going to treat these 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 projects uh, separately or in, in, in combination? And how does Arambi give you optionality and when it does kind of start cash flowing meaningfully for you. Yeah, so look, you know, in, in terms of Barambi and the project, so capital cost 215, you can push a lot of that onto the contractors in the early years in terms of the cash flow it make over the first five years of that offtake agreement, you'll average more than 100 billion in cash flow per annum. So a pretty quick payback, right? Um, and you've got the optionality to, to downstream process and, and make higher margins. In terms of where Barambi fits, obviously we've developed three processing technologies, you know, over our journey. So Eli for lithium chemicals, the vanadium recovery, and the battery recycling. So all of those are producing battery materials at the bottom end of the cost curve at the lowest carbon footprint. And Barambi is an upstream mining asset. Um, so look, you know, Barambi, we're reviewing our strategic options. For that, we'll have a look at, you know, anything from trade sales, demergers, private equity coming in. But essentially, we what we want to do is to have that, you know, funding itself, much like we've approached the Vanadium Recovery Project, right? So we own the technology. Do we need to own 100% of that project? No. At the moment, we own 72.5% of that project, and we're deep into a 400 million euro financing. So 240 million euro debt, very, very advanced, looking at having binding banking syndicate next quarter. And we're making very, very good headways on the 160 million uh, equity. So that's not coming from the head company. That's going down at the project level. We own the technology. We'll get a royalty out of that. You know, and we're confident that we will retain a significant stake without having to put our hand in our pocket. 
much like we did at Mount Marion. Okay, and here's the other thing that happened at Mount Marion, which was um, dividends started getting paid um, as a result of the money you generated there. Uh, obviously, th this feels like a much bigger project, much more substantive project, but you also have some you know, bigger demands across the group, as, as it were. So are, yeah. can we expect more dividends at some point? Well, the board management and the founders remain the largest shareholders in the company. Uh, I think at the appropriate time, we have demonstrated our willingness to return you know, value to the shareholders. Now, where we haven't been able to do that uh, with cash, we have returned Widgie Nickel, which was our nickel business. All it had to do was you know, essentially fund two years feasibility study to look to go into production. And they've done a fantastic job at that. We resourced it well. It's got a fantastic board and management team, they're well-funded, they're executing on that plan and they've enhanced the value that we distributed to the near metal shareholders. I mean, that was a $26 million distribution a couple of years ago. Um, you know, for Barambi, we've invested more than $40 million in Barambi. You know, it's the most advanced hard rock titanium deposit in the world. It can be in production in a couple of years. In a meaningful way, it'll produce 4% of the world's titanium supply. And, you know, our offtake counterparty is tier one. You know, we would be selling to China's largest titanium slag producer, who's, who, who is the primary feedstock provider for China's largest titanium metal producer, Baotai. But how, how does that work in terms of, okay, we'll come back to, come back to the, the, the deal that we're talking about today. Commodity prices can fluctuate. How does this term sheet work or how will this term sheet, you know, convert into reality for you? Is it like fixed pricing or is it as a percentage of the, I don't know, 30-day VWAP? Or, I mean, how, how, do you, how do you guarantee success? So let's go to the market at a very, very high level, right? So the main uses of titanium is paint, paper, pigment, titanium, metal. Some people say it's not sexy. Demand grows at 3%. There's no speculators in it. Everyone uses it value in use. To me, that is a fantastic business that you can invest in confidently in the long term, right? It doesn't have the volatility for the last five years. It's just had a very gentle trajectory. The pricing of the titanium feedstocks is really set by Rio Tinto um, with their UGS product, which is, which is made out of the only hard rock deposit higher grade than Barambi up in Quebec. They make a gravity concentrate, same as we plan to do, uh, but they've got the benefit of cheap hydropower where they smelt it and then they upgrade the slag and that pretty much is the reference price that all other products and mineral sands are priced off. The world's running out of mineral sands. You know, Over the next couple of years, supply growth is 1% v demand of 3%. You know, There's a fact that you've got demand uh, in terms of China switching from sulfate quality to chloride quality. Uh, there's not enough high-quality uh, chloride feedstocks in the world. The demand is generally linked to GDP, but the prices have been on an ascent for five years, right? It's counterintuitive, but when you overlay that the world's running out of the high-quality feedstocks and dominated by upgraded primary materials like we produce, it makes sense. So in terms of the price that we're looking at with Juxing in the offtake term sheet, it's linked to Australian ilmenite prices. Right? We get a percentage of the Australian overnight price, but it's subject to a US dollar per wet metric ton floor price. And that is able to be indexed upwards only linked to CPI. So all of the numbers we put out, those financial metrics are underpinned by an offtake for the first five years at floor price. So you, we, retain, we retain up 
upside in a market that's forecast to go into deficit very, very heavily in 2526. So, so in terms of an, an investment, is this, would you say this is better than Marion? Obviously, you, I think you've invested in, in, you talk about in excess of 40 million bucks. Uh, in terms of return on capital invested, it's, it's definitely up there, isn't it? Look, it's a, it's a good IRR. We expect to enhance that uh, in terms of the return on invested capital by investing the least amount of capital we can to get it up and running and to get the capital back first. And we've shown a willingness to share it with our shareholders before. You know, I think it'll be a fantastic business. Um, different from Mount Marion, you've got different drivers. So, you know, we had fantastic, it was more demand driven, you know, for lithium. There's obviously a lot of lithium resources in the world, but it's hard to get them into production, right? Whether it's hard rock or brine, you know, we have a look at titanium. It, it's the demand growth is not off the charts like lithium, but what we've got is, you know, a, an essential building block for the world economy. It's in the paint, paper and pigment, everyday things that we use. You've got supply dropping off. You've got China twisting half of the world's production to requiring the sort of feedstocks that we have produced, like high purity slags. I don't know. There's no such thing as a wrong rock map if you can make very, very good margins. If you can dig up stuff, mine it, simple gravity concentration, sell it and make a 45% IRR, you're in a good spot. Okay. And I appreciate the update on this one. But uh, just before you go, um, you referenced there, obviously, needing to raise uh, capital on the, on the vanadium. How is that project advancing? Yeah, that's going really, really well. Actually, I think today the uh, European Raw Material uh, Alliance and EIT put us in the top 50 most strategic projects in, in Europe. Obviously, you know, you were pre- going to produce the world's largest volume of high purity uh, vanadium pentoxide suitable for uses in batteries and chemicals out of an existing steel slag while sequestering carbon. So it's a bit of a unicorn project. Um, The banking's doing well, so, you know, in terms of the the finance process. So we're confident of having our banking syndicate lined up next quarter, and we've got parties doing due diligence for equity investment in that project. Okay, well, maybe let's come back to that next quarter when you kind of advance things, but you obviously... Um, Absolutely. On on the road, um, pressing the flash, as it were, and, and on the recycling side of things as well with, with Mercedes and, and the rest? Yeah, no, look, we're, we're, you know, flat out doing the hub engineering cost study. You know, we've done a number of demonstration trials uh, from December through to the end of March. Um, you know, we're very, very happy with how that's going. We look to give a, an update to the market about that. You know, the Mercedes-Benz kind of frantically working with uh, the guys at Mercedes to, to tie up all the loose ends there. Uh, and essentially, you know, we're just waiting for them and their grant award and issuing us a, a purchase order. So we're all ready to go. Uh, but you can't force your customer's hand. I mean, we are in the business of looking after our customers and we're up to the their whims on, on when we go. But engineering cost studies going well, working with the guys on Stelco uh, for their plant. We're busily building up a, a very big development pipeline. So, you know, I think the one that the, the discriminating factor for our recycling business is, you know, to my mind, we're the only recycler that will offer third parties plants. Everyone else wants to do it for their own account. Um, and, you know, we're very, very happy building plants and doing them under bis- different business models. You know, we can provide recycling as a service, joint ventures or just technology 
uh, licensing and plant supply. Okay, and it's going to be important to get this right. And, uh, you know, Mercedes are going to demand it of you. Other clients, uh, customers are going to demand it of you in terms of this this setup. You know, are, do you feel any sort of under any pressure, kind of given recent announcements from uh, one of your peers in terms of their ability to actually make the economics work? Yeah, not really. I mean, I think we've got a completely different approach uh, in terms of in terms of that. We're really, really focused on delivering the best project that we can or the best product that we can and so you know europe has recycling regulations that the u.s doesn't have you know i think you know the biggest challenge that we've addressed is you know when we entered into the mercedes deal last year that the draft of the battery regs had sort of recycling targets of 75 and 85 percent and uh late last year the european Environment ministers, all twenty-seven of them, agreed on ninety and ninety-five percent. You know, we we knew that was going to come, and so we've been doing lots of process innovation to push our recoveries up. We're confident that uh, we don't have any sort of peers that will be able to offer uh, similar sorts of uh, of recoveries in the future. And, and dealing with Mercedes Benz, you know that they demand the best. And and dealing with car makers as client, as opposed to building a plant to satisfy your own board. Uh, is completely different, you know. So our business is building plants and we use our exclusive access to that to cut deals, which is completely different from our competitors. Okay, so the, 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 the pressure's on to deliver a quality um, project and more importantly, economic project. Um, again, um, timing on sort of future announcements on what's going on there? So look, I mean, you know, 30 June for the uh, engineering cost study, we've said to the market that we want to have that out before and Mercedes-Benz look like I said we're ready to go it'll just be when they issue us a purchase order okay okay interesting and just one final one obviously with the uh, the pilot plant uh, for Eli um, moving forward what do we need to know so that's going to start next month the purification section up at SGS in Lakefield and then we'll do the electrolysis test work uh, at a different laboratory okay uh, that'll be next quarter next quarter okay fine well all things going well all things going well Exactly right, Chris. A lot of work, but you're know, very, very well. You know, it's, it's you, you're, everything's kind of kind of you know coming together at the same time here. Obviously, great great news on Brambi. Um, I think that's that's really really positive uh, for shareholders um, and <laughs> the potential of of dividends. But um, everything else coming together quite nicely, um, and maybe you know quite a big year for you guys. So like, appreciate the update. Yeah, like the team's done a fantastic job for sure. Well, like, stay, let's let's talk let's talk um, soon on all things recycling and maybe even um, on the vanadium side as well. Um, appreciate your time today. Thank you. No worries, mate. Keep well.